0: Selfie. Oh,
1: selfie. Oh, selfie. Oh, selfie. Oh, Hello and welcome to this mini episode of Irreligiosity 2.0, the One True Podcast. As many of you know, if you've been following the site or the Facebook page, I have finally finished paying off the debt from the haunt business uh, 29 months later. And to celebrate, I am taking the month of April off. But since we've already recorded Skunk Dicks this month, I thought we'd go ahead and put this out to stop all of the incessant whining. About where's my podcast. My podcast is lay Where's my podcast? So here it is. Eat it. Let's go into skunk dicks. We got a, a couple skunk dicks of the week. Candidates anyway. My yeah. favorite, my vote, is, uh, oops, Oklahoma pastor says he accidentally flooded Texas by praying too hard. Oops. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's what happens. God has no fucking clue. He just—he's like this robot. You pray a little bit, you get a little response. You pray a lot, you get a lot of response.
0: Well, you know, he doesn't always answer the first prayer. You come back with a second, third prayer, or a bunch of prayers,
1: he and throws then he a temper tantrum. <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: You want some water, motherfuckers?
1: Just like in the Old Testament where they're like, they're complaining about the manna and he just like caused all these fucking quail to fall from the sky. Right. <laughs> Eat that. Eat that. You want to smoke a cigarette? Smoke the whole fucking pack.
0: <laughs> Wasn't Texas in a giant drought anyway? So it's kind of like their prayers are
2: getting answered.
1: Yeah. Let's, He's just helping them out. Let's listen to Oklahoma pastor
2: John Benefield. Uh, As we have declared this bail divorce decree, which is really a prayer to God. Right, right. It's not actually addressing bail directly, although it's okay. This is asking God to grant us a a freedom from Mm -hmm. divorce from this issue. To cut it off. Yes, to cut it off. And as we have done that in our state, we've seen wonderful things happen. I remember in um, 2006, the fall of 2006, Chuck Pierce gave a prophecy that he said, uh, Watch where the rivers rise. Those are places that, and the, and the rains come, those are places that will be visited by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, when he said that, Texas and Oklahoma were in severe drought. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I thought, oh, goodness, I, how are we going to have the, the rivers? The rivers are dry. <laughs> there was no rain in sight, no rain forecast at all. But literally, the day after we first used this bail divorce decree in 2007, we declared it in a meeting together. The rains came... And we ended up having more rain between February and June of 2007 than any other 12-month period in history. Mm -hmm. At one point, and we did it in Texas, we did it in Kansas, we did it in Missouri. Mm -hmm. And at one point, every river and every lake in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Missouri were at or above flood stage. Mm -hmm. And that's what Chuck had prophesied, that when you see this happen, those are areas targeted for a Holy Spirit invasion. So to take it on further now, our city has prospered so much that when the recession started, Forbes magazine rated Oklahoma City the number one recession-proof city in the nation. Uh, Jesus, all right, I can't take it anymore.
1: (laughs) First of all, it's pronounced ball. He didn't want to? (laughs) <laughs> he didn't want to say he wanted a divorce from Ball, though. <laughs> he didn't want a Ball divorce. All right, it might be bail, but I always like pronouncing it Ball. I'm going to keep those Balls intact. <laughs> now, did you follow the chain of logic there, Matt? They uh, signed a divorce decree from bail, and then uh, rain came. Okay. And then Oklahoma City became uh, recession-proof. Wow. That is an ironclad chain of logic impressive
0: did anybody did they get a notary for that divorce decree i, <laughs> I love
1: how how all this, this that. shit happens in secret too we had a secret meeting and the very next day after this secret meeting that no one knew about every river in texas and kansas and oklahoma was at or above flood level what? then it must be true every one thing follows every another in three fucking states it's unbelievable and somehow that correlates with uh, Oklahoma City being recession-proof.
0: Well, you're forgetting that there was no rain in the forecast <laughs> the next day.
1: None! <laughs> and then instantly flooded after they divorced from bail. I thought a divorce was bad. I, didn't Jesus say no divorce under any circumstances? Well, no divorce ex- except for bail. If you're married to Bale, you're stuck with bail.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to make it work.
1: Yeah, that's God being pissed off and sending a torrent of flood rain because you got divorced from baby. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, he's not answering prayers. He's punishing you. Uh, Right. that's about equally
0: as likely. What do you got? I got something creepy. Can you possibly top
1: a preacher who
0: floods Texas? How about fathers who become their daughter's boyfriend until marriage? Uh, The purity balls? The purity balls. Purity fails, I I think they're called.
1: (laughs) I've been avoiding this topic purely because it is so goddamn creepy. It is. It's going on for a couple of years. It's been making the news for a couple of years. It's just yeah. now now it's even creepier because apparently the fathers are entering a marriage ceremony with their daughters. Yeah. So they marry them at 12 years old with these purity balls, and the goal is to, that he will protect his daughter's virginity until she gets married.
0: The father says, he gives her a ring, and he says, you keep this on your finger, and of, as of this point, you are married to the Lord, and your father is your boyfriend.
1: Okay, so hang on a second. So they actually marry God. They marry But <laughs> Jesus? they keep their father on the side as a boyfriend just in case. That's adultery somehow. <laughs> you can't be married and have a boyfriend? What's fucking wrong with you? That's the opposite of purity. These are uh, whore balls.
0: They are. They are. Uh, the girls then silently commit to live pure lives before God through the symbol of laying down a white rose at the cross before engaging in a wedding-type dance with their father. I bet, I bet a lot of them are really happy about having to silently commit to that. <laughs>
1: Having sex with, kissing, or touching a man other than their fathers before marriage is strictly prohibited. So, I, I, having sex best. with, kissing, and touching your father is okay. <laughs> the best word sentence ever. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh, okay. Apparently, That's, the fathers yeah. must sign a purity covenant, which yeah, yeah. reads, I blanks father. Choose before God to cover my daughter as her authority and protection in the area of purity. Uh, I will be pure in my own life as a man, husband and father. He's going to cover his daughter's purity. Yes. Cover my daughter as her authority and protection in the area of purity. Uh That just sounds disgusting. It does. It's wrong with you people. Are we creeped out enough yet? (laughs) Let's move on. Away from purity balls and uh, flooding... Preachers. A creationist demand airtime on Cosmos for the sake of balance. I love the new Cosmos. That sounds I fair. I mean, isn't it just one-sided to tell the truth all the time? Can't we stick some lies in there, too? <laughs> they,
0: Yeah, they need their equal footing, their equal shot. <laughs> Can you imagine Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, and or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Big bang plus inflation, uh, or... Equally plausible, God <laughs> said, "Let there be light." They're both as rigorously mathematically attested to. You know,
0: I've been watching Cosmos. I love the show, and I love how they're not—they're not pulling any punches with the science. They're just—they're just putting it out there as, out there as facts, which it should be. But God, if I was a creationist, I could just see him just frothing out the mouth. What did he just say? Evolution's a fact. He said it, Chuck.
1: Yes, he um, also angered them by saying that the universe could possibly be greater than 6,500 years old. That's right. (laughs) It's possible. Did the whole timeline. Uh, Let's listen in on uh, creationists discussing cosmos.
2: Um, Do they do any interviews with scientists themselves during this whole thing? And do they ever give a creationist any time? Well, no, creationists aren't even on the radar screen for them. They wouldn't even consider us plausible at all. (laughs) I... Don't recall having seen any interviews uh, with with people that may yet come, Uh, but it's based upon uh, the narration from the host and and, then various types of little... uh uh, little video clips of various things, cartoons, and uh, things like that. Boy, but when you have so many scientists who simply do not accept uh, Darwinian evolution, seems to me that that might be something to throw in there sometimes. You know, the old some scientists say this, others disagree and think this, but that's not even allowed. No, and, then, and not even the recognition that that abiogenesis belief in that is contrary to good science. Uh, I was struck in the first episode where he he talked about science how that you know all ideas are are discussed. You know, everything's up for just Discussions all on the table. And I thought to myself, no, consideration of a special creation is definitely not uh, open for discussion, it would seem. Boy, how interesting.
1: Matt, if I was a creationist, the last place I would want to be is on Cosmos being interviewed by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> why, why would that bother you? Do they think that that's going to turn out well for them, that they're going to look, they're going to come off remotely looking good in that situation? They just want their point of view represented, <laughs> just an interview you know some scientists believe in evolution, some don't there some They do do love so. how this argument because they're they're uh raised in this authoritarian religion, so that uh all knowledge comes from essentially one authority, which is God, right, and so their authority says this, they buy it. And so then they translate that to others. So some authorities in science say evolution's good. Some authorities say, no, I don't agree with it. So there you go. Well, probably those are, it's probably split 50-50
0: amongst yeah. all scientists.
1: Yeah, it's not like 99% of biologists accept evolution or anything. It's, you know, it's, it's equally plausible uh, special creation and – The theory of evolution. They're both equally, again, equally attested in the fossil record and uh, through DNA evidence. They're all just theories. They should all be taught and then let the children decide. Right. Our fossil record (laughs) shows nothing, nothing, nothing. And then in one layer, everything fucking occurs as they exist now. Elephants, giraffes, human beings, dinosaurs, unicorns, everything in the Bible, all at one layer. That's what we find in the fossil record. You think some of those would try
0: to like swim through layers or something. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> According to atheist scientist Bill Nye. <laughs> but you can't trust him because he's Bill Nye the science guy. Nah, Nye the creationist bloke. Well, thanks a lot, Nye. Got me again. Speaking of creationist blokes. Yeah? God, do I want to do this? Do we want to do Ham teaches science? Yeah, we want to do that. I want to hear Ham teach science. Speaking of creationist blokes, Matt, uh, Ken Ham got fired from the uh, uh, forensic science. Uh, the shit, what is it? What was he? Fired from the Kentucky... Uh, CSI Kentucky uh, Crime detective. Scene Investigation yeah. Universe. Yeah, unfortunately. So now he's going around because, you know, he mentioned in the debate how he how much he loved science and how much he loved educating children. So we have oh, actual yeah. footage of uh, Ken Ham being invited into a classroom. Really? Yes. This is gonna be something. Would I lie to you, Matt? Would I lie to the listeners of irreligiosophy?
0: Yeah. Yes. I would. <laughs> yes, yes, you would. You would also say penis to them. <laughs> right to their faces. <laughs> Class! We have a special guest today. His name's Ken Ham, and he's here to talk about education.
1: Hello, ankle biters. I'm an Aussie, so I call children ankle biters. I love education, so I'm here to correct some misunderstandings that you all got from your secular schooling where they don't believe that we live in a perfect world marred by sin. First, some Bible-based mathematics. From First Kings, we learn that pi equals 3 even. That means there's no numbers after that evil decimal point.
0: I thought pi was 3.14. Uh, that, that's correct,
1: little Brucey. Mr. Ham.
0: Oh, you think so, oh, wow. do you? Were you there... Was I there when pi was calculated? Uh, yes. I can calculate pi myself right now. It's 3.14. So it's exactly
1: 3.14? Well, no, the
0: digits go on for infinity, but we just round it down to
1: 3.14. And that's all God does. You see, you're using historical math, and that's just not reliable. But when we use God's math, you are right every time. And we call that observational math. You can observe me as I round 3.14 to 3, just like Jesus would do. Wow, what a God. And you were there. Let's move on to genetics then. According to Genesis chapter 30, if you want to make some striped cows, all you have to do is put a striped stick next to their watering hole so the cows look at it while they're fucking. Then wink-em, blink-em, fair-dink-em, lots of striped baby cows pop out.
0: Mr. Mr. Ham! I don't think this is an appropriate subject matter for children.
1: Hey, I thought all cows were girls. They are. Then how can they can have s- sex with each other? Brucie! Well, they can scissor, can't they? how do they make baby cows? Secular scientists say that's impossible, but that's just historical science. Were they there? If they were, then they're perverts. Just sitting there staring at cows fucking all day. You wouldn't believe a pervert, would you? Mr. Ham,
0: that will be quite enough. <laughs> Frankly, I'm having a tough time believing you're an educator.
1: Well, I wasn't always. I used to be a cop. Secular bastards drove me right out of there. They didn't give me the freedom to speak out. What a bunch of cunt mops! A load of them! You see, I'm from Australia. We call secular bastards cunt mops.
2: Cunt mops! Cunt mops! Cunt
0: mops! Alright, children, alright. I think it's time for Mr. Ham to leave us now.
1: How about morality? Leviticus says we can buy slaves so long as they're all foreigners. I'm from Australia, so that makes all of you foreigners... Now, little Timmy, let's talk about how to properly give me a massage, hey? Timmy, remain seated. I'm going to call the police. Holy shit. Did we? We didn't do the Skunk kick of the Week, did we? We didn't feed it in the computer. Oh, we didn't. (laughs) Shit. All right, Matt, uh, what's your vote? Mine's for that fucking uh, pastor. Although, you're creepy purity balls. Good Lord. Creepy purity balls. (laughs) Not not my kind of balls, let me tell
0: you. You know what? I like Cosmos so much, I'm going with the stupid creationists. All right. Let's
1: feed it into the computer. Holy shit. Matt Wakefield is skunk dick of the week. Me? How is that possible? What have you done, Matt? I... I'll tell you what you did. You convinced me to buy some fucking atheist convention tickets, and then six months later... You decide to go on fucking vacation during the week of the Atheist Convention, leaving me uh, alone at an Atheist Convention. Fuck you. I'm, I'm a skunk, dick. Fuck you, you bastard.
0: I, I didn't see this one coming, I gotta tell you. <laughs> and I wouldn't have voted for it if I had known. I'd vote against it.
1: Holy God in heaven, I'm stuck alone at an Atheist Convention.
0: Well, why are the goddamn atheists coming here during spring break anyway? Bannister, hey, Chuck, we should go sp- to the Atheist
1: Convention. It's in Salt Lake.
0: <laughs> Look, I've got us two tickets to um, the amazing meeting in Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> so
0: you can blow me off for that.
1: <laughs> Excellent. I will initially accept and then tell you a couple weeks before that I'm not going.
0: Perfect. Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'd like to say that it's an honor just to uh, – be nominated, but
1: but you actually but won. I, won.
0: <laughs> I actually won. I'm gonna take this honor with me to Africa. Going to Africa.
1: Uh, all right. <laughs> Oh,